Hey, what's up? It's Frank here from datadriven.tv, and I am here today at the Global Azure Bootcamp 2018 here in wonderful Reston, Virginia. And uh, with me, uh, I think this is his third time on the okay. show, hey, everyone. is Brian Moran. That's the first three-peater, actually, yeah. Nice. Do I get, like, a prize or a trophy or something? You get to, you get the... Can I get a cookie? Can I get one of the free the, the cookies? I'll get you a free cookie, and I'll buy you a free beer. How about I that? See. <laughs> Um, so first off, um, not a lot of people have actually, I think, have heard of uh, Global Azure Bootcamp, and it's a global event. So can you can you tell me exactly what it is and how many places is taking place? Sure. Yeah. So um, this, I actually don't even know exactly when it got started, but it's been going on for a couple of years now. Um, I think it's up to like just over 200 events around the world. They all happen on the same day. Um, this is the second time in Reston I've been involved with it. So our event, I don't know how big all the events are, but uh, we had, we're here at the Microsoft office in Reston, and we had about uh, probably like a little over 160, well, we had way more people register, but it's a free event, it's a Saturday. Right. We had way over 160 people uh, actually attend um, the event. We had some keynotes in the morning, uh, kind of, you know, breakout sessions. We're running with uh, one of the Microsoft uh, CSAs. We're running some hands-on labs. So and for CSA for those that don't cloud know, cloud solution architect, one mm-hmm. of the, the the many three letter acronyms that Microsoft likes. Um, yeah, so it's been a really good event so far. Cool. And speaking of three letter acronyms that Microsoft likes, um, in previous shows I've kind of alluded to a special surprise and an announcement. I am actually now a TSP back at Microsoft, uh, which stands for Technical Sales Professional. It does. And I am a Technical Sales. Well, oh, no, profe- no, I think it actually stands for Technical Solutions Professional. Oh, Technical Solutions Professional. Um, you want to trick everybody to like not have them realize you're actually a salesperson. Well, I'm selling them the solution. Exactly. Right. That's exactly. really what it's about. Uh, yeah. So in the space of big data and artificial intelligence, so I am uh, crazy, super excited, uh, which is you know that's super high level. There's, so there's I, excited, so Frank, super excited, crazy, super excited, and and I'm super excited because Frank's on my team. Right. Uh, we. I'm. I'm a SSP. Which is a, my title actually has sales in it. Super special person. Super special person, yes. That's what my wife says all the time. So, With a certain inflection on special, exactly, right? Exactly. <laughs> my kids call me special too. Mm. I don't get any respect anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, so my, my team and I, uh, for the, the territory I cover, mm. um, I, you know, kind of, we cover accounts from Baltimore down to Richmond. I've got a couple of TSPs on my team, and you know, our job is to help customers maximize their investment in Microsoft data. So. Right. And, and I think as well as understanding the value that they have in their data. Well, absolutely. Because absolutely. a lot of this stuff was science fiction. I mean, the idea that you can you can feed it images and it would learn. Like, this was a project I was on at my last employer where they were talking about uh, what uh, the ability to – it was actually a Microsoft TSP that suggested this. And they wanted to take images from traffic cams and chain it that, you know, this yep. traffic cam is when there's a lot of traffic, when there's light traffic, when there's heavy traffic. And I sat there and I thought, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess that's really easy now to do, you know, relatively. Well, it is. Well, that's – now I'm, I, I really need to remember this quote. I'm embarrassed. I think it's, it was either like Carl Sagan or, or Isaac Asimov. Mm-hmm. But there's a quote that basically goes along the line of any technology that's sufficiently advanced can – Pure's magic. Arthur C. Clarke. Oh, that's who it was. Yes, yes. So, and and I've, I've actually see. I really need to remember the quote better because I've been I've been kind of using that 
right. when I've been with customers. And a lot of times I'll, I'll, like, I'll literally pull out my phone and I'll say, if, you know, this was 20 years ago. Right. And, and I said, I have in my pocket the entirety of human knowledge. People would think I was crazy or if I went back far enough, they would right. call me a witch and burn me at the stake. Right. Right. And but today with AI or, you know, our cognitive services platform, the truth is things that are easy. Well, I, I don't easy is not the right word, but right. but things that are very doable today just were like magic. Just a really short period. Like of five time. years ago it was magic. Five Three years, years ago it was reserved for like the NASA's Well, that's of the what world. I was just going to say. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what I tell people. So right. like uh, uh, two years ago, unless you were, you know, NSA or somebody like that, right. this stuff was just beyond your reach. And, you know, now it's one of the things we, we like to talk about is democratizing AI. And, you know, kind of the message there is you used to have to be, you know, like a PhD, right, to do right. data science, oversimplified, right? But that's what it boiled down to. Right. What Microsoft's done is, we, you know, we've, Paid a lot of money to a lot of really smart PhD people right. to train these cognitive services, right. and and now to to do AI in a lot of cases you just need to be a developer who knows how to call APIs. Right. So yeah, a lot of the complexity is is hidden behind REST services or APIs, mm -hmm. um, and they actually were they are MSR has been around since the '90s, so they already were paying the PhDs exactly anyway. So might as well you know <laughs> uh, have them productize something. Uh, but no, I mean it, it's it's pretty remarkable what what has happened in this space where it becomes, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, most people will, that will be listening to this will be the audio, so they won't see kind of like the awkward lighting and stuff like that. People rarely want to look at me anyway. I mean, I'm not a good looking guy, just to be honest. <laughs> I think we both have faces for radio, right, and <laughs> podcasting. So, um, yeah, so no, this is a great event. I noticed that. I, I've seen the Global Azure Boot Camps before, but I always assumed it was about, you know, how do you put a website on Azure? No, no, that's a, that's a good point. Azure? So now our, our event might be skewed a little bit different than some of them. Right. So the, the, a friend of mine who also runs the local SQL Server user group with me, mm -hmm. Tim Mackle, who's also one of my TSPs. Uh, fellow team member of mine Fellow well. team member with Frank, exactly. So we, we're the organizers of this event, and we're data people, right. and we pick the tracks Mm -hmm. So our event might be a little bit more skewed towards data than some, but today we had a good mix of, you know, kind of like all up Azure topics and it's all the, the, you know, and Microsoft loves the event. So Microsoft, like for example, Microsoft paid for lunch right. for, for the event. And part of the reason Microsoft loves it is because what we try and do is we make, especially for customers who might be new to Azure, right? Um, we, we help them figure out how to get started with you know, moving their first workloads of the cloud. So right. beyond sessions, you know, kind of traditional sessions, we've all afternoon we've been running oh yeah, we talked we've been running like some hands on labs. Right. right? But I saw a healthy amount on the on the schedule. I saw a healthy amount of AI stuff. We did, yeah. We had um, the short answer is yes. Mm -hmm. We should, we had we had um, a couple topics that were AI related. Now again that might be personal bias. Right. Because you know so if I um, I love Microsoft. I really do. If I won Powerball tomorrow, mm -hmm. maybe I wouldn't keep working at Microsoft because it's a little bit hectic, but I would find a way to stay involved in like the AI space and do right. what I'm doing. So it's Then you could be a sought-after venture fund guy. Exactly. That's you'd be on Shark Tank. That's what I would do. Exactly. You know? And you could wear whatever you want. You could rock the colorful shirts. And exactly. <laughs> that would be my thing. That would be your thing, and you could turn that thing. into a brand. Exactly. Actually, there you go. So go get your tickets.
I just no, I I've always won. I never win, but I I don't play usually. So. Right, right. I'm just yeah. um, no, no. I I think it's an interesting thing because if you had asked me three four years ago that I'd be at, at data speaking at data events, I'm like. Because developers typically, there's always a loggerhead, or, or they're always at odds between developer and data people. But you know, I think with the rise of AI, um, those distinctions are gone, or they're 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 wasting away, right? I mean, you see that too. I, well, the or well, yours as a data guy, you're like. I'm just gonna be honest. Data guys are still better. I'm just. See, <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> You no, know. but no, but but no, I I, I would agree. I mean, no, data sure. guys from Staten Island. Yeah, there we go. It. There we go. There we go. But no, there's a there's absolutely a lot of truth to that. Right. There's absolutely a lot of truth to that. Well, that's what we do in, in the podcast. Uh, you know, not well. If you're listening to this, you're already a subscriber. But <laughs> one of the reasons why you know Andy, Andy, you go way back. Sure. Andy and me go way back. But one of the reasons I want to do the show with Andy, aside from the fact he's an awesome guy, was the fact that I'm a software engineer and he's a data guy. And, you know, for a software engineer to start spouting about uh, data science or data stuff, it would just seem, to me, inadequate. Mm-hmm. But to have the two of us and, and, and kind of working together, um, he can take it from more of a data perspective. I can take it from more of a software engineering perspective. Absolutely. Which I think has been a secret to our success. We're at like 40,000-something downloads, uh, 44,000, I think, in 11 months. So Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's really And cool. we've spent really nothing on marketing in terms of... Just word of mouth, and yep. you know, I I'm just gonna say you said earlier I'm the only person who's been on it three times, so maybe it's you. It could be me. Maybe it's it you. Could be me. You need your own show, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Data and Crocs. No, there we go. There you go. That could work. Um, awesome. So, uh, how often does this uh, boot camp happen? Is it once a year, twice a year? The, the Azure Global Boot Camp is is once a year. They're okay. all on the same day. Okay. It's like a kind of a national kind of movement that kind of like organizes it. Right. The, the other thing, so I, I don't know how long we'll keep talking about this podcast, but so you know all about this. We, the, another thing Tim and I do mm-hmm. that, that um, is turning to a little, like a, kind of taking on a life its own a little bit too, but we did our first Azure Data Fest back last fall right. in Reston, and that was a two-day event just on, you know, kind of like Azure data, of course, right. but the themes are big data, advanced analytics, AI, ML, right? All, all you know, kind of like cloud stuff. Right. And um, since then, we did we did an Azure Data Fest in Boston. Mm-hmm. Up and upcoming soon, we have um, Azure Data Fests in Malvern, outside of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. We have one uh, co- happening in San Francisco. Right. And very soon, and we're planning. Uh, one in Atlanta this August. Nice. And the next Reston one will be this fall. And that one last year we had about 150 people. Where we're, we're that's the maximum we can fit here in Reston at the Microsoft facility. But we're looking to maybe partner with like a local university or something and see if we can scale to like a 300 person event or something. Very cool. So if you missed today's uh, festivities, uh, you'll have plenty of chances to learn in Philly, Atlanta, Absolutely. and San Francisco, and. Um, Back in D.C. Speaking of D.C., I know this is a complete sidetrack. Databricks is doing a shindig. Absolutely. So, yeah, so I'll, I'll talk about that really quick. Um, first, like for folks who don't know, really quick, right, Databricks is what was built by the company Databricks mm-hmm. was built by the people at Berkeley, the professors who you know essentially invented Spark, right? They built right. the Spark project. Databricks is, does a, some things that Spark doesn't do. It's sort of like a premium version of Spark with some other stuff. 
bundled in. And Microsoft and Databricks have established a really, really, really deep relationship. And I, I, I think it's general availability. I think it's it launched, is. Yeah, right? I thought they would wait till build, but it's out now. Yeah. So um, Azure Databricks is a first-party solution, be, and it's the first time my, this first time this has ever happened. Where so it's actually an Azure offering. Like it's just you, you know, you subscribe to it through your, you know, your Microsoft subscription. Um, you don't have to. Get, it's not an app that you have to like add in through, you know, like the the store environment, right? Right. Um, but it, it, it was built in very, very, very close partnership with like the highest levels of the Azure and the data services team, as well as the, like most senior Databricks engineers. And it's a, yeah, it's a great offering. So what's happening is, I don't know how many cities, like 15, maybe 20 cities around mm -hmm. the country. There are one day free events that are happening, like kind of level 300, 400 hands-on training for developers to kind of right. get spun up to speed on what Databricks can do. There's one in Chevy Chase, which is outside of D.C., on May 15th. That sound, I think that's it's, it's It's early May or mid-May or somewhere Something around like that. that, yeah. And then there's a whole bunch of other And this is Chevy events. Chase, Maryland, not, not the guy. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So that would be weird. <laughs> I don't think he's a big data guy. I don't think he is. No, sure. probably not. not sure. He doesn't have to be. He makes enough money to win us. But... Um, yeah. Well, cool. So uh, back to the festivities, and be sure to subscribe uh, on your favorite podcast platform. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and I think you can play us on Amazon Alexa. If you say Alexa, play the podcast Data Driven, uh, you'll hear our wonderful voices. What, what's Amazon? I haven't heard of them. Oh, they, they're a book company. 